The following presentation has been prepared by the Video Tax News team for Canadian tax and financial professionals. Program recorded October 26, 2022. Enjoy! Welcome to the November edition of Life in the Tax Lane. Joe Hugh, how are you doing? And let's get going. I gotta say, fall has been pretty good through most of the country so far. Really enjoying it. But now that I've said that, I think I've just jinxed things. Hugh, how about you? In all likelihood, we just caused it to snow when we released this. But <laughs> hey, it's Canada. It was when, not if. Uh, at least we seem to have gotten through Halloween nicely. Although some business owners are thinking they got an early trick rather than a treat from the Canada Emergency Business Account folks. Uh, they finally gave enough detail to the financial institutions, the lenders, to get letters out saying, yay, you're in good standing. You get the extension to December 31, 2023 to make your repayment and get debt forgiveness. Or, no, you're not, and you're not getting debt forgiveness. So now what do I do? Well, if I go to the SIBA website, they're not exactly welcoming. They say, we've done all our reviews. We've done all our validations. We figured out who does and doesn't qualify. And we're done. There's no appeals. There's no reviews. If you have any questions at all, talk to your lender, except that you can call the call center if you want to find out why your application failed or is now not considered to be in good standing. So not really overly friendly there. Uh, I think the lawyers will say that's a government body decision and you could go to the federal court for a judicial review, but I don't know what your odds of success on that are. Now, are they going to be able to collect all these debts? Uh, we've seen media articles that suggest there are definitely concerns that they're not all collectible. Mm -hmm. We've heard a lot of commentary about how much money has flown out the door through all the COVID uh, programs, including this one. And the SIBA webpage has a lot of Q&A on businesses that may have closed, gone under, changed ownership. They're planning to collect. They're going to use every legal uh, recourse they have, according to the site. And one of those recourses that went through in legislation last summer is the ability to take other government benefits and use them to repay the individual's SIBA loan. So it doesn't look like it's going to be that easy to walk away from these loans. Mm hmm now we're going to shift gears from a pro program that's kind of on, on its way out uh, to a brand new program on its way in. We have the Canada Dental Benefit, and this month we have a bill to implement this program working its way through the House. Hasn't become law yet, at least as of shoot date, but definitely of interest for some of us out there, particularly if we have kids under the age of 12 and we don't otherwise have access to dental insurance either through our employer or through some personal plan. Now, uh, this program is income sensitive. We're talking about uh, families with uh, adjusted family net income. That would be the same net income as we'd use for Canada Child Benefit purposes. But if that family net income is under $70,000, we're talking about $650 per child 
per period. And once we hit that $90,000 of family net income, that benefit is totally eroded. Now, I mentioned per period. The plan as currently drafted is only a temporary plan available for two years, spanning to uh, 20, the, the summer of 2024. But the government has said we are committed to expanding this program to all households um, with, with family income under $90,000 in the coming few years. So heads up here. Right now, you got to find a kid under the age of 12 to access <laughs> these funds. Um, however, um, with respect to applying for this benefit, uh, CRA has said, we are on this. Uh, we are going to have applications available through uh, my account online once this bill receives royal assent. And we also got to remember that the legislation actually uh, allows for expenses incurred retroactive to October. October 1st of this year uh, to be um, eligible dental services under this program. So uh, lots of good news there if you are in that cohort who might qualify for this particular program. Thanks, Kate. I wanted to shift gears a little bit and talk about accountants. I mean, we're, we've got a, a bit of an issue we're going to have to deal with in the near future. Um, if you want to get uh, be authorized as a representative of a client, in the old days, you'd use your T2 software, e-filing software, and you'd just submit the request and get automatic access immediately. Well, that has now ended. The clients need to go into my business account and confirm you as a representative. So that can really mess with your systems there. So this might be the right time to think as a firm, what is the best process for us? Do we want our clients to, to want to send a, a, a letter to our clients, our new clients anyways, saying, hey, go into my account or my business account. This is how you add me as a representative first. Uh, whatever it is, we need to think about it. And I got to say, this, this whole increased security um, is a pretty big deal with CRA. We're dealing with a lot of frauds, uh, a lot of inappropriate, well, I shouldn't say a lot of inappropriate accesses, but we do know in the past there has been some hacking. Um, so just be aware, this type of thing is happening more and more often. And, you know, we really just all got to get along, got, 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 yes, get along, but also get online. Um, you know, my accounts, if you want to apply to new benefits, like the one Caitlin just mentioned, you got to have access. So make sure you register as soon as possible. Yeah, so basically don't worry about getting along with others as long as get online. <laughs> well, speaking of people we don't always get along with, what else has Siri got going on? Well, their new uh, move is the Assisted Compliance Initiative. Mm. Not a lot of detail on what they're targeting, but the theory is we're going to talk to people that we've identified as being at high risk of having made an error on their returns, and rather than do an audit, we're going to give them the opportunity to fix it themselves. So CRA says when we've identified that potential error, we're going to assign an agent who is a subject matter expert. Well, maybe I'd feel more confident if I knew what the subject matter was to uh, <laughs> fire out a personalized letter to the taxpayer, basically outlining the possible issue with a follow up phone call to help them understand and give them the steps to fix it if they have made an error. Uh, so far, I think this is a great plan. Then I get near the bottom and it says, this letter goes to the taxpayer, even if they use the tax preparer. And in mm. fact, if they did, we suggest that the details of the letter be discussed with CRA before you contact your tax preparer. Mm. I think a lot of people are gonna think that screams scam. And I'm not sure why they would want to go around the tax preparer, but I guess we'll see what kind of issues they're targeting and see how this develops.
Mm-hmm. Shifting gears a little bit, we're going to talk about these new proposed rules to expand trust reporting obligations. This is proposed to kick off for trust year ends December 31, 2022 and onwards. Uh, so right away. Now, one of the aspects uh, that may get overlooked in the in the general populace here is that if we are in a bare trust arrangement or a situation where the trust acts as an agent for beneficiaries of the trust, we have to disclose this arrangement as part of these proposed rules. So you might be thinking that's an esoteric concept. I don't have any of these arrangements. Well, when we take a step back, we see these bare trust arrangements all over the place and oftentimes we don't even realize we may be in one of these arrangements i mean for example i have a bank account where i'm on uh, I, I i'm you know on title in trust for my young child well that's a bare trust arrangement what if i am an, a parent and my kid can't get a mortgage i go on title uh, so we can get the mortgage that is and the child is the actual beneficial owner of that condo or that home that is a bare trust arrangement um, we see it all the time in real estate a corporation is a you know on title um, but there's some other party that is the actual beneficial owner of the property so heads up up here, uh, we got to start identifying these if perhaps we are in some type of bear trust arrangement. How are we going to file these trust returns? Joe Hugh, are you getting questions on these bear trust issues or broader issues related to the expansion? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I think my question is, should I contact my MP now or tomorrow? <laughs> yesterday, Hugh, yesterday. <laughs> well, one other item that I wanted to talk about just before we end off today is tax problems that come out of bookkeeping or an inaccurate bookkeeping. Uh, so I've written an article for the Certified Professional Bookkeeper Association in their Numbers and Sense magazine, uh, which talks about some of the common errors that we see. Um, so, so where are their problems and how does it lead to additional uh, review or audit activity that shouldn't be there? How does it lead to errors? Um, so, you know, definitely a good article to check out. I might be a little bit biased myself, um, but we do we do talk <laughs> I think about it's great. Few, uh, processes and issues. Anyways, that's all I wanted to mention for today. Uh, Hugh, Caitlin, hope you enjoyed your time. Hope everybody else did as well. And we wish you the very best of the next month. The Video Tax News team has been providing Canadian accounting professionals with practical tax information for over 40 years. Subscribe to one of our tax newsletters or join us as we present live and pre-recorded seminars relating to both personal and corporate tax. For more information, go to videotax.com. The preceding information is for general information purposes only and deals with dynamic, time-sensitive and complex matters that may not apply to particular facts or circumstances. Information provided should not be relied upon as a substitute for specialized professional advice in connection with any particular matter. For more information, go to videotax.com slash disclaimer. Copyright Videotax News Inc. 2022. All rights reserved.